0: On this week's Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week eight. Uh we talk a little bit about the very underwhelming trade deadline. Mm. Uh go into our segments with Performance of the Week, Nathan Pieman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and Preview Week Nine, and then end things as always with our two minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Third and Forever Football Podcast. It is November 4th we're recording this. Um, we're a little distracted by some things, but I'm still your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host Kevin Olm. Kevin, how are you doing this week?
1: Um, I'm a big ol' sentient ball of nerves right now for some very football and some very non-football reasons that, you know, that's not There's the podcast, but uh, yeah i uh, I have been to to go off on a tangent. Fucking up at my job pretty pretty consistently the last couple of days. I've been very distracted. I keep making silly mistakes. So who knows? Yeah. This this That's is.
0: I wanted to start by saying the date, so people realize mm-hmm. what else currently.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I know I'm off of like very very little sleep. Um, mm-hmm. as well as full work days because I actually started an actual job job uh, a couple like last week so I feel like our collective yeah. like as a society
1: our <laughs> quota for bright royal blue and red like it's it's way too high you know like we've just been staring at those colors yeah, specifically
0: I've stared at the United the map of the United States more in the last like 48 hours mm-hmm. than I have, well, probably ever. Um, I'm, I'm learning counties, you know, like, yeah. there's,
1: there's a lot going on.
0: <laughs> you could add, like, I, I think before, like, you asked me on Sunday what Maricopa, or where maricopa county was i don't i wouldn't be able to tell you
1: i think i could have i I could have hazarded like a guess at the i could have maybe given you the
0: state or like the area but i'm not going to be able to tell you what's in there (laughs) but (laughs) i mean i I
1: kind of like seeing uh, state counties though and being like "Ooh, uh, pima where's that or "Ooh, where's uh where's eureka you know (laughs) yeah
0: um, it's interesting. So we're going we're to try to stick strictly NFL here, um, just because I know I'm sure everyone, if you're listening to this, um, I know you've probably been occupied with things going on around the country, and so we're not going to try to talk about it because you get that enough on your own. So we're just going to talk strictly week eight and week nine of the NFL. For, um,
1: for our own mental health as well. Like, let's all just... We'll so just take a break. fucking break. <laughs> we're
0: gonna be with you for, for an hour, hour fifteen, whatever we're gonna be here. Um, I could I
1: could talk about the Packer game for Actually, let's not talk about it at all.
0: Oh, too bad. We're gonna talk about, we talk about it. We talked about the show is one. twenty
1: minutes this week.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> so let's start by so the trade deadline was yesterday. Um it was uh, at like four o'clock yesterday.
1: It was it was uh, great timing for the trade deadline to just kind of slide under the radar of everything else going on.
0: And so um, it, w- it was a lot of talk leading up to it, that there'd be a lot of moves happening, a lot of speculation like always, but I feel like this year kind of felt different. Like I felt like there'd be a lot more big names on the move or, or at least teams that typically don't make moves, make moves Um, But I will
1: just like a a larger take on the league this season. And I I don't even know where this is coming from. Maybe it's some sort of rise of analytics or something like that. You're seeing a lot of coaches being a lot more aggressive in terms of fourth downs, two point conversions, things like that. And I think that that kind of spirit transitioned over, you know, to the management side and the trade deadline this year, where there was a lot of, you know, a lot of potential win now moves that you know, kind of fell through
0: at the I, 11th hour. Part of it, you know, this is just speculation, but I think maybe part of that is just because teams are realizing that they're other than like before, like normal years, like injuries are obviously a big factor. Injuries and turnovers are two factors that are extremely important and extremely unpredictable. You yeah. don't know that don't roll over always. So, you know, that's what you can see that from, um, you know, the top defenses are usually not, they don't usually repeat. They're usually very good defensive units, but they don't have that special. Like, la- like remember, uh, it's, it's what,
1: turnover what, look, it's, it's the Patriots last year, two years ago,
0: the Bears, two years ago, the bear, yeah, the bears, Oh, they didn't turn over the ball as much because it's, it, they're, they're more, they're random. So it, it's, it, and I think this year on top of those two things, which is always add the randomness and unpredictability of a league. Um, the, obviously the COVID aspect of it, where team, where players or teams will be without certain players for stretches of time because of failed testings. And, and so I think that that allows teams to think like, Hey, just because our record is this, we're not necessarily out of it. And that added, uh, playoff spot, which they're looking at adding another one, um, uh, making it 16 teams, which is interesting, but, um, just with how many more recent cases we've seen in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, um, which I think, then, I don't know. I, I'm not. Uh, I feel like you got to draw the, the line somewhere. The that's the problem. You yeah, know? I, I think if it's if it's a team that's actually like you know playoff caliber, then I'm like okay. But if it's like you know we're like we're not what thing that we know I can guarantee we're not going to get two NFC East teams in the playoffs. There's so that's pretty great.
1: low chance of that. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. we will um, be forced to have one, which kind of sucks. But
0: yeah, unless Dak Prescott somehow. Gets new gets a new ankle and he, he, he gets comes a back leg transplant yeah <laughs> um, but no so I'm gonna go through some moves and we're just gonna I'm just gonna go we're gonna go rapid fire um, with them um, a big one Desmond King was traded uh, defensive back for from the Chargers traded to the Titans in exchange for a sixth round pick I think that's a great value I mean yeah Titans need some help at corner uh, oh, basically boy, it's just they. Malcolm Butler. They have good safeties, but like they, their defense has been a little lackluster at times. And Malcolm
1: um, Butler isn't really playing up to the level that he was originally billed at a right. few years ago. So, you know,
0: with with the injury to a Dory Jackson, the other corner, he's still not playing. So we don't know when that's going to happen. So it, it's smart for a team that's, you know, they're five and two. Um, I think they're five and two, I think. Um, yeah. Cause they're on buying this week. I had the stangs so here. I can probably just guarantee verify. Yeah. They're five, they're five and two leading their division. Um, they've lost two straight yeah so they that that's a smart move to make especially with you know the other teams in the the afc mm-hmm. um so and then going down a little weird that the chargers gave up on him so fast got rid of him for so cheap but they're it you know probably a cap thing i don't know the cap issues there but um another one Quan alexander was sent from san francisco 49ers he's a linebacker uh sent to the New Orleans Saints in exchange for Kiko Alonso, can't believe he's still in the league, and uh conditional fifth round pick for the twenty twenty one draft. So again, I think that's beneficial for both sides. Um, you know, uh, it's it's a win win in my book. It's just, but, do, uh, but even
1: you know you can tell with these two trades. I mean, you know, a fifth rounder and a really old player, and a sixth rounder, yeah. and they're both guys on the defense that aren't you right. know big name guys. It's just yeah. not not super sexy as far as trades go.
0: Right. It's it's good for the, the you know the 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 Saints defense has been a little underwhelming this year. Um. So and especially at linebacker. Um. It's it's smart to do just to pair, you know, Quan Alexander's he, he can play football. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's an aging guy. Another linebacker on the move. Uh, this guy really lucked out. He, the, the New York, the New York jets, the Owen seven jets sent Avery Williamson and a 2022 seventh round pick to the Steelers for a 2022 uh, fifth rounder. Um, dude just goes from the Owen seven, Owen eight, whatever they are now. Uh, the Owen eight, jets to the seven and oh Steelers
1: seven and zero, fifteen 15 game swing
0: that's pretty sweet for him uh funny picture he had when he got announced he was like in his uniform he was like after the game or like he was in his uniform like standing outside looked around like it kind of looked in the Madison Square Garden area in New York like Mm. with an umbrella holding out a hitchhiker thumb (laughs) I mean like uh, he's probably on cloud nine which I it's smart um, with Devin Bush for the Steelers season-ending ACL tear. Um, so that helps with some run block, run defense, um, yep. bolstering that linebacker unit. Uh, and then two more. flip uh, so to the other side of the ball offense, the Miami Dolphins sent Isaiah Ford, uh, receiver to the New-, New England Patriots, in exchange for a conditional six-round pick for 2022. Um, you know, a little weird that the Dolphins did, but I can see why, because they needed to give up some uh open up a roster spot for the next move that i'll say uh but patriots you know get a guy that's cheap he only signed a one-year fifty thousand dollars contract so it's like nothing mm-hmm. um you know that's a good one-year rental you has promise uh young guy you know he was only drafted in 2017 um and they're really weak at receiver obviously um and then the move that they needed to do this for the Dolphins. Uh, they acquired DeAndre Washington from the Kansas City Chiefs and a conditional 2021 seventh round pick. And they, they they gave up only a uh, conditional 2021 sixth rounder. So they need to do this because miles Gaskin, the running back sprained his MCL and best, your best friend for a rookie quarterback is a running game. You need to have some running back to give off to and, DeAndre Washington's a good pass-catching back. He can, you know, be there for you, be reliable. Um, not going to be crazy numbers, obviously, but it helps a young quarterback, obviously.
1: Yeah, it really does. Um,
0: Nothing flashy, but no, smart get me moves off nonetheless. This wild ride. Yeah, so it, it was very underwhelming, very typical of every year in the NFL. Um, let's talk about a team that was quiet that probably shouldn't have been, but I'm I'm more so in the camp that they didn't for the other side of the ball. Probably not the one that you're th- going to talk about, unless you do want to talk about it, but I'll let I mean, you know the
1: way. Are, are we going to just talk about the Packers in general here? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Yeah. So, we're going to transition into the Packers in, in general.
1: Yeah. So the Packers um, have one wide receiver. His name is Devonte Adams. He's pretty good. Um, and after him, there are a bunch of guys who are probably underqualified to bag groceries um, so it you know i mean maybe lazard is a number 3 on any other team it's it's not great
0: but he's clearly um, yeah he is clearly your he second head and
1: shoulders above Marquez valdez dumpster fire and equinemius saint I came not So <laughs> lat, there's just a, a little tangent about uh, Equinemius. He got two targets in the game this last week that we'll talk about later. Yep. In a row, consecutive plays, both of them bounced off his hands. They were kind of yeah. tough catches, but off the hands. And I texted my yeah, dad. That I was one
0: like, diving one, that, that was a tough, but you got to reel that in. Like you have I mean, to. Yeah, yeah, but reel
1: in one of those two, you know, like yeah. fine. You yeah. get 50-50 and, and he, both of them bounced off his hands. And I texted my dad and I go, I hope he cherished that last target because it's the last one he's getting in the NFL. You know, <laughs> like God at least surely
0: on the Packers.
1: Yeah. So, so that I mean, they got they got a hot you know batch of nothing going there, and there was a lot of speculation about Will Fuller from the Texans being traded to the Packers, um, and. You know, I would have supported that move. I, I obviously it's kind of contingent on you know you don't you don't drop three first round picks on Will Fuller, but I don't think that's what was being asked.
0: I he's think a second what, rounder, There's yeah, rumors going around
1: second rounder, and I think we had to eat his entire contract, um, which I don't think they wanted to do either, even though he's on his last year of it. I heard reports that there was quote disagreement at the highest levels of leadership within the Packers, which. I take to mean that Matt Lafleur wanted it, and Goot and or Mark Murphy didn't, Mm -hmm. and it just sucks, man. It just sucks that there's no.
0: I I think 100% Goot was involved in that. I mean, just yeah. I think look at the draft. His decision,
1: him not drafting
0: a receiver, I think is telling. To
1: avoid receivers at all costs. Yeah, and I don't get it because it's not like he drafted really good other. Positions, you know, like no. he wasn't out here getting game changers at you know linebacker and other stuff like that. He's just drafting bullshit we don't need at all. And so I don't know. I my tinfoil hat theory is that Gute knows that you know the clock's ticking on Rogers. He's not going to be here forever. His career is going to end, presumably within the next handful of years. Yeah. And so he really wanted to pull a Ted Thompson and get the next guy. And he was overeager, and that explains the Jordan Love thing. And then he (laughs) kind of has to double down and be like, we are rebuilding even though we currently have a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. And I just don't get it. And it extends, it's the receiver problem, and it's also the problem, like, we got absolutely eviscerated last week you know from a running perspective yeah could have gotten some help there did you know that Which was is, the other thing people are talking about and i'd say arguably that's even more important
0: absolutely because i mean it doesn't matter I mean, about
1: we've had you know. offensive success with our current system it's not fucking well, just, ideal just look
0: back to last year look at the your two worst losses last season mm-hmm. both at the hands of the 49ers what did they do in both of those games yeah punched you in Punching him with, with
1: a running mouth? attack. I mean, that game against the Niners Mostert has the record for second-most rushing yards in a playoff game in the history of the NFL from that game.
0: You no, know, based on the conditions weren't a surprise. The, the conditions no, the,
1: you knew the conditions in the game this week were very bad.
0: Were not, you, you know that know you the, the Vikings are a team that's built
1: to do that. You know, yeah. like, they, they would rather do that than start airing Our the ball out. Our offense
0: goes through Dalvin. Like, that's not a secret. And that's very yeah, transparent. It,
1: it's just, and it's, I mean, it's testament, you know, to the way that your guys played where, I mean, it's testament how badly my guys played, too. But it's testament to the way your guys played that, I mean, it's it's that whole thing where it's like, they, you know what they're going to do, and you still can't stop it. Like, they're saying, I'm going right. to hit you with a right hook, and there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. about it. And... Yeah. It, it's it sucks and it's a feeling that I have gotten used to in terms of Packers defenses haven't been elite since two thousand and ten mm-hmm. and let me let me check the record here when's the last time we got to the the dance two thousand ten you know like and that was like a decent defense with Charles Woodson. And Clay Matthews and like a couple like breakout guys, but overall it wasn't awesome. They kind of lived and died on turnovers. And it's just, it's really frustrating that the organization just refuses to even consider a win now mentality and any sort of aggressive stance on any player in the whole goddamn league. And it's not even like we're, we're knocking out of the park with our draft picks and we don't want to give those up because they're not drafting very well at all.
0: So, um, you brought like an interesting point about with your tinfoil hat, you know, about realizing that Rodgers is kinda getting to the, he's in the twilight of his career and I think that's safe to say mm-hmm. that doesn't mean he's done after this year. I think he still has a couple more years of very productive play. Yeah. You know. But he, it, it's not it's not crazy to say but- but he's, that's even that's even his, worse
1: because if he was like on his last leg, then like, yeah, we're going to have to start, right. you know, it's planning premature. for the future. And that's, and now and that's where like, I'm
0: saying. Yeah. So I think um, I, I I saw a great little um, anecdote for, on uh, Good Morning Football this week, um, kind of in response to the game. It came from uh, Kyle Brandt, who was on there, and he had a really like a very interesting comparison. And I don't I don't think he's that far off. Um, he likened the Packers organization right now, what, what's happening, uh, with their, if he, he said this before the trade deadline. So he, this was in response to if they don't make a move, what he was fearing, what's happening is that Goot is, he's becoming, you know, he's doing what Jerry Krause did to the Chicago bulls. Like he's wanting to, he's like prematurely blowing it up essentially mm-hmm. because he wants to create his own he wants to create that so like you know he doesn't want to just be like be really successful as that obviously because the people are always be like it was rogers it was rogers it was lafleur he w-, like it's almost like a, i need to make a name for myself or i want to have that kind of legend status of that and that's what jerry Cross did um i don't know we're not there yet it's but it was an interesting thing like tinfoil hat like there are some interesting similarities yeah um clearly and, different and, and sport. again it's you know, it's
1: speculative, like, you know, for all I know, he's a nice guy trying to do his best and none of this stuff, but it's like, you just can't look at this pattern and not see the pattern where it's like,
0: exactly. You know, know, how many, how many, how long does a pattern, you know, turn into an actual thing or a habit, you know, it it can only be a pattern for so long.
1: And I think that there's also an aspect of you know, you talk about Rogers' kind of improved mindset and outlook this season. He seems visibly happier than he was before, and I think, you know, part of that's a revitalized offense under Lafleur and kind of right getting used to a system scoring points, you know, points, you know not having three and outs. Yeah. yeah, you're
0: scoring points, winning. Not
1: having to deal with Absolutely. Mike McCarthy getting massages in his office and not doing a fucking thing all day for sixteen <laughs> fucking years. Anyway, um, but yeah, so but it's also like he has to have that because the alternative is being really fucking mad all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure that kind of, you know, in the background of his mind, he's like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> can you guys, you know, can you guys get me? There were talks of them and with Antonio Brown. And I, I'm not sure that, you know, I, I still have my doubts about AB returning and being productive in the NFL, given his track record, but it's just, they take a look at all these opportunities and they just, they just, yeah, you know, they're on Tinder and they just swipe left on everyone. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> what do you expect
0: is going to happen? And, and the ones they do, it's just so not the right fit. Or like, you're like, mm-hmm. it's baffling. You're like, why are you swiping right on that? You swipe right on a funches and or a or a heavy or you know a run like a blocking aging Dylan.
1: Yeah, like who who has COVID now? By the way, just throwing that out there. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's really frustrating to have this situation and. I don't know, it's frustrating, but it's not new.
0: <laughs> right. Um all right. Um about the game obviously yeah, we mentioned that there was uh, obviously we saw the Vikings won 28-22. Um, the very different conditions, obviously considering we were outside and the, and all around a like several places around the league. Extremely windy. Um, yeah, a lot I of mean, weather this week. You see did you see, see like you, you see the kicker you like can seen the kickers warm up just yeah, missing, I was seeing just the, the ninety far. degree
1: angle kicks that they were, yeah, you know, putting I mean, up it was, in
0: pregame. It was so weird. you're like four down territory, pretty much when you cross midfield, um, or get near near field goal range, you're pretty much going for it, unless it was like a fourth and forever. Um, really fast first half. I mean, there were
1: because there was five no passing. The
0: clock didn't stop. It was yeah, just there was five possessions in the first half. Um, yeah, ridiculously quick. Yeah. Uh, Like we said, Dalvin, you know. Dalvin Cook
1: is is good at football.
0: He's very good at football, but the run, I think that, I mean, our line played the best they've done all year. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the whole, like, there were some runs where, I mean, he could walk through it. You know, he obviously had some great moves and making more. He's got great
1: vision too is something I noticed about him. He's very good at finding open spaces, whereas I feel like, um, you know, Madison is more of a, this is where I go kind of guy.
0: Yeah. And, and, and cook obviously like he, it's something of, you know, he, he makes the first guy miss like nearly every single time, um, which is great. If you have a, you know, if you're running game is if sometimes you're get there getting penetration in the backfield, but in this time he was pretty consistently, a lot of the times getting to that second level. Um, and so breaking off a good amount of good chunk plays um, yeah. just a note. His 226 yards from scrimmage, um, were the most by a Vikings player since October 14th, 2007. Um, that's when Adrian Peterson had 233 yards from scrimmage on uh, Chicago. Um, this was also the first time and first, he was the first player in NFL history to score touchdowns on a team's first four possessions of the game. Um, and this also was the first time the Packers since 2015 with in which Aaron Rodgers played a full game and green Bay lost to an NFC North opponent at Lambeau. Um, obviously there's a lot of things in that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but still, still, still interesting. Um, very interesting.
1: Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta let the people in on a secret oh, here.
0: Also, wait, oh, yep. this is also the, the Merrick at the seventh consecutive season in which the Packers have lost on the weekend of daylight savings.
1: Yeah. Okay. Of the end so, of daylight
0: savings. so, <laughs> like
1: I don't like that can't be it but you can't ignore Owen and seven it is like that's
0: wild the right weird,
1: and like last year it was like it was daily savings and they like went to San Francisco and got the doors yeah. blown off and like there were a couple more this one it was like what nothing nothing else happened it was just daily. Yeah. so I maybe there's something to that maybe it's just a meme I don't know I think know. it's just a
0: meme that's taken over just a weird coincidence yeah. I mean like but it's, There's a lot of factors that go into games, fucking but it's just a funny. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know how you can... It's just one guaranteed that.
1: loss every year, you know? Like, yeah. Um, the, the secret I was going to let people onto, um, I experienced my first full tilt of the season during this game, and uh, you were on I, the receiving end of yep. that. I broke my uh, there were, don't there were some Adam other, during, the, during there, the Packer-Viking game rule.
0: To be fair, I opened it because after the that first half ended, it, it is your I fault. said like I was saying this well okay. Yeah, the, the uh,
1: audacity of you to took a work while. on the we speed didn't talk of the game then for
0: a little while, but I mentioned <laughs> I was like at halftime I was like this game is going to be over by, like 2:30. Like it was like one fifteen when over when, when halftime mm. happened. It's crazy fast. Um but yeah, I mean there was also some other factors going on. Yeah, uh, well,
1: it's just general anxiety, but still it was like this was the first time of the season and I mean granted I guess they're five and two so I haven't you know had much opportunity to really tilt but right. this was this was this wasn't a hundred percent but I got up to like 75 and then I had to like pump the brakes and take myself back down which I view as personal growth because
0: absolutely personal growth yeah. after living with you for a few years yeah that's but, absolute personal but granted growth. I mean my
1: 100 is very unhealthy for human beings to display so I, yeah you know it's like I can't really pat myself on the back too hard, but yeah, this was, this was a fucking frustrating game. Um, I hate your team.
0: I hate them a lot. Feelings mutual to towards (laughs) yours. So, I mean, it's not crazy. I will say, I mean, it was um,
1: close at the end. They almost had something there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will say technically, technically though, um, I win the series 3-1 uh, between our AFC teams combining in this. So I don't care. What the, the season's just over now for me. Like, that's that's what I'll take is my cut. So Have you, the playoffs. I don't you, care.
1: You take the series 3-1, but in terms of a comparison between franchises with Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow or Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield, I hey man, still take my this side. This season,
0: though. <laughs> They're only our teams this season. We have new AFC teams next year, so. Wait, no, I'm a lifelong
1: know. Bengals fan. Hold on. No,
0: no, sorry. After after the playoffs or after the official league end or the week, the year end, we're we're free agents for AFC that we pick new ones. I ah, shouldn't have bought that Joe Burrow jersey. Although, if they finish the same way, you could, I guess, pick it.
1: I mean, I was going to yeah. say like I I don't think the Bengals are going to do better.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I think our threshold was what we had like five wins. Um, I don't remember. It was either it was like, four or five. I don't. I don't remember. Or which was one it six? Maybe it even six. Maybe six yeah. or lower.
1: I don't know. I don't remember. They were both below that last year, though, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I, like I said, this game, it was. Yeah. Like, our game plan was not a secret. Um, and Mike Pettin just, just didn't. Yeah. Do that, things. that was
1: my. That was my last note about this game. Uh, it's been a while since I advocated the firing of a defensive coordinator on the Packers. So long, so it's been so long. It's been it's been since Capers, and we got Petten, and then it was like, you know, like Capers was an F, Mike McCarthy was a D plus, so you know then Petten's like a C minus, so you kind of focus on McCarthy, but now I I you know Lafleur is like an A B kind of guy, and Petten's sitting there. Making zero adjustments the entire game, having Preston yeah. Smith playing outside coverage on a receiver like, like as far out is not like slot stuff. Yeah, he was like in a corner. Yeah, he was like playing corner, and he had to give the dude like a thirty yard cushion because he's Preston Smith. It's just I don't know what the fuck's going
0: on. And also, it's bad. Preston Smith. This game really showed it. I mean, this one obviously, like I. I watch the Packers, like, if it's not like – if it's able to watch it. A lot of the time I have, actually, but we haven't had a whole lot of – we played the exact same times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been able to watch a good amount of Packers games this year. Preston Smith has not looked good at all this well, year.
1: Well, he rarely rushes the quarterback at this small. point. They had him dropping into coverage, like, more well, than like, half the time. Like, I,
0: want, I know it's him weird. and Zedarius are both – Preston Smith more than Zedarius, but they're both pass rushers. They're not – they were not yeah. brought there – their one stopping ability yeah but like preston just he just looks so out of position a lot of the times like delvin i, I there are moments where i was like he where, where preston's getting like bodied by either receivers or irv smith i think irv smith bodied him like mm-hmm. three or four times himself and like that's tight end on defensive end so it's not like a crazy difference but like still i mean it's just he yeah. he looked all so out of sorts
1: and, and so you combine the lack of adjustments the kind of poor scheming poor you know guys not being where they're supposed to be that's on the coaching you know yeah. like i mean it's on the guy but it's like the coach is supposed to identify that and fix it in practice yeah. and then you also add in a, a fun little a fun little wrinkle in that no one on our entire defense knows how to fucking tackle someone yeah holy crap yeah. the number of guys just like launching their bodies was a in lot general of direction going
0: on yeah
1: yeah and it at first i was like oh it's just Jair, and it's cuz he like you know kind of plays with a hot head no it's everybody it's the whole yeah. team so like
0: that remember like when amos did that to uh to dalvin near the sideline where he literally just like kind of bounced off of dalvin and like dalvin yeah he like kind of mm-hmm. turned around he didn't get many more yards but he didn't go down from that he just
1: so, no, uh, and, it, I mean, and he's not just, a big
0: guy. Dalvin's like five nine, yeah. little like two fifteen or something like that. So he's not like a huge running back it's, by any means. It's not but like it, it's,
1: not it's not effective, idea. and all of those things point to, you know, uh, they point their finger at Petten. Yeah, they yeah, point to a, a lapse in coaching. So yeah, I don't know. We're and the like Packers, keep, so he he we'll probably fire him in like
0: eight seasons, but <laughs> You got to wait uh, for him to, to get up there in, in tenure.
1: Yeah, we gotta wait for Jordan Love to get angry. That's how long it's gonna fucking take. Oh Jesus. Yeah.
0: It's gonna be some time.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, my my team my team is a bad, good team. Your team is a good bad team. How about that?
0: Does that make I'm sense? fine with that. Yeah. I mean I I, I uh, you look at it, I mean, we're literally two points away from being four and three. Um you know, it yeah. It, it, that's it what I is what it is. that's that's the point yeah. of like were the Vikings? Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't say because like this can't really be a trap game because division games. I don't put in that category because division games are in their own category. Um, no, yeah, I, I'd agree with. And that. And also like you, we go into it. You know, we're one in five. You're five and one. We clearly like. Where were you guys possibly looking ahead? I hope not because it was a rivalry game. But like that has the potential. Because you guys know you play on Thursday, which. I guess is happening. We'll get to in week nine preview. Um, you fucking shouldn't, but, but yeah, it's it. I I we had a lot more. You know this this could I could look at this game. You know I said this is like a win win. Um, where if we lose, you know it's unfortunate, but like we're still in a good, very good draft position spot, and like, but if we win, you can you could look at it. A we didn't get swept by you guys, which is always good. You don't want to get swept by a division rival, um, and B. We have a really good five-week stretch coming up, um, five-game stretch. So, but then, then we play Tampa. Are, do we go on a run here and be seven and five? Maybe. Is it possible? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it depends what team comes up, come, comes to play. So, mm-hmm. obviously, matter matter and COVID matters. But it it could turn around a season. I don't know. Well, it's just nice that we didn't get swept by you. Um
1: yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm super happy for you. You know, I...
0: big zero in the turnover. That's that's what I'm happy about.
1: Yeah, because um, this was a, this was a quintessential. Don't let Kirk do anything with the ball. Really, game.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> eleven of 14, 160, one touchdown. Sure, fifty of that was from a screen, but like, you know, we, he didn't need to do anything. Like, when, no. when running the way he did. Like, and with the weather it being like, he didn't need to. We were moving down the field. What was what was really key to me that first half where you were literally it was four methodical full field length drives that each of us that there were by two by, you know, one after another from each side. And then obviously that fifth possession, you guys just kneeling out for halftime. Um, that was huge. I mean, like that's such an easy way. Like you guys marched down the field because you guys are the ball and you scored we could easily go out like we've done so many times and have a three and out or maybe get a first down and then have to punt. And then now an we're down 14 zero. Like that's what happened last year when we played you guys at Lambeau. We were young. Well, yeah.
1: And, and, and like, that's how the Packers have been winning this year is you go up yeah. by a couple scores and especially against a team like the Vikings and, and in those conditions would find it really hard to oh, a comeback at that point. Yeah. And that's why at the end of the first half I was, I was not stoked about being yeah. tied. I was like, that is not
0: what I fucking yeah, wanted. It, it, to happen. it didn't, it kept moving the needle that mm-hmm. it was like already the conditions with, especially with Aaron Jones out were better suited to us. Um, and then the fact that we were able to match with you guys in the first half, mm-hmm. that was, that was massive. I mean, like we're able to still move the ball. Um, I was really happy with how the defense played. We were, we were down to like, I mean, at at one point we had guys literally off the street at corner. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, like dancer
1: I, even like went down.
0: Yo, that yeah, that was extremely scary. Um, is but he's he okay. He's, yeah, he's okay. Okay, he's he's in. He has a concussion. Um, yeah, which, I, duh. Yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like the, the thing is, like was... is, like he was motionless for so long. That, that was and... an
1: all-time moment. For, sorry, sorry, because yeah, but they they mm-hmm. like cut back to like what's her name, Christina Pink or something on the sidelines. Yeah, and she's like. Uh Yeah, he's been transferred to a local hospital. They're saying he has a neck injury. Back to you. I'm like, right. no fucking shit. Yeah, and the, it was injury. like the big
0: thing in the second Jeez. half where they confirmed that he has feeling and movement and all yeah. of his extremities. And like, that's huge, obviously. You don't want to have a, you know, something like what happened to Ryan well, Shears here. That whole
1: series was a, was a five commercial break. interaction he went down they went to commercial came back he was still down went back to commercial came back and he was on the board went to commercial came back Mm -hmm. and they started like play and the clock ran down to the quarter and they went to commercial again like it was like a solid like you know fifteen. i I also want
0: to just give a shout out as i've done i think throughout this year um Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks, I love you both so much. You are literally like the own been the only bright spots like that have stayed throughout the year. Like other players have had good games, yes. But like they've been having to do so much more. Like Eric Kendricks had to run down the field, because we were in a cover two, had to run down the seam with Devontae Adams. And he made a great play. I mean he was he's extremely athletic, especially for that. It's like I'm I'm just happy you're on our teams. Uh, are on my team, um, and I I feel bad for them having to do, like, more than they should be required of when they already have to do so much. But I would hey. like the
1: record to show that I don't actively hate either of those players, so. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, they're fine.
1: <laughs> they're okay.
0: And I think we had a great game plan on Devontae. I, yes, he had the three touchdowns. I mean, but- <laughs>
1: that's a hell of a sentence. I mean, no, like, he didn't have a young- lot
0: of overall production, but yeah, it's just like,
1: I thought we had a good game plan. Yeah, three touchdowns, but...
0: Yards. I mean, he didn't have many yards. Like, that's what was worrying me. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. when you get to the red zone, like, you know, you have designed plays for him. And, like, okay, like, that's that's going to happen. You know, because you can't really have double teams in the red zone because you just don't have the field for it. You, you It's one-on-one maze most of the time. Um, so Devonte beating Chris Boyd and, you know, all, all these guys that were just activated or whatever it's like, I'm not shocked but like i don't know getting down the field i like that it wasn't just the Devonte show like week one was so that I, I, was major. i didn't like it <laughs> um all right let's let's move on unless you have some thing more or more things you want to say i feel like we spent a lot of time
1: i i would love to talk about this some more we should just talk about this game every week did, okay. Well, you know, right, like yeah. week week eleven we just like go back, we're like, alright, so the week eight, like, Packers. We break okay. down like next some film from about the it. all twenty two of Dalvin yeah. just destroying my entire team. That screen was fun. <laughs> I didn't watch I it, just... so I wouldn't know. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. I heard it was great, I'm sure sure it looked yeah. awesome.
0: Um alright, next one we highlighted Steelers Ravens. Um The Ravens Jackson... are who we
1: thought they were.
0: Lamar Jackson loses he's lost I, I saw somewhere he's like 0 and six in like his like big games you yeah. know whether that being the playoffs whether that being rivals whether it being against the you know contenders he's Owen six
1: I think it's time to ask uh,
0: does Lamar Jackson not have the clutch gene uh, uh, P- I, I, Jerry's still out I mean you know he's still his third year. Um, but like, it's hard because
1: year, man,
0: no, I know, I know, but like, it's hard because we're, we've been exposed to the Patrick Mahomes, you know, effect where it's like the guy in his second year and players. And I think the Steelers are just, they're, Defense is very, very good. I mean, probably the best in the NFL. And that's not a shock to say um, with the, the scary personnel that they have, like the talent they have on that defensive line, and obviously the secondary is crazy good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: the Steelers are just – they're a force on defense. And it's – you know, they're almost – I don't want to say Bears-esque just in general, but, like, you know, their defense is so solid that it makes their offense look kind of shitty. Did you? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Okay. So they're not,
0: they're not bears. You know. Yeah,
1: they're they're kind of bears-esque where their or their defense rather is so good that you know by comparison their offense looks a little shitty sometimes. Roethlisberger is pretty much the weak link on this team right now.
0: Yeah, he might be the one that holds them back if their defense has an off game. I mean, you know, he's he's been playing well, but he hasn't had to do a whole lot. He, had, you know? he hasn't
1: been playing terrible, but he also, he he is the anti-Aaron Rodgers. He has all the receivers in the entire fucking world. Like, you know, he's yeah. just surrounded by awesome weapons. Their defense kicks ass. I mean, I... It, granted, it was close, so you know, we'll see. You know, going down the stretch, and I'm sure the Ravens will still make the playoffs and stuff like that, but I just don't know if Lamar can shake this At least this season, it doesn't seem like he can. Every time he kind of goes into one of those big boy games, it doesn't go well.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was set up. I mean, we we were saying it like all all year, and you know, he he, after the year he had last year, regression to the mean. I mean, it was going to happen. I didn't think he'd this phenomenal talent. Yeah,
1: he's like he's a phenomenal physical talent. His Growing just needs work, and that can be fixed. Yeah. I mean, look at guys like, you know, Josh Allen, at least for a while this season, was looking markedly better in that category. And he has weapons.
0: I think he just
1: needs to settle I think down a little The thing is, though, bit.
0: like, his weapons need to mature a little. Like, Devin DuVernay has shown promise. Obviously, Marquise Brown or Hollywood Brown. Um, you know, J.K. Dobbins is looking better and better each week they're young i mean they're such a young offense minus the offensive line but like their their skill positions are so young
1: yeah
0: and i i think it's hard like i don't i don't want to put them out and being like the ravens are you know they're not they're not good and they're not they're clearly not what they were last year um teams have wised up to lamar um which duh but well, and this it, kind of it, stuff is a
1: little worrisome yeah, this kind of stuff also has a history of happening. I mean, look at the heyday of Colin Kaepernick. He was in that yeah. same mold as Lamar. He was very fast. He was very elusive. He was a scramble threat every play, whether it's designed or not. He could, yeah. you know, go sixty yards, make a couple guys missing, get a touchdown. Throw in the ball, not you know, not excellent. And no. he had you know, one or two <laughs> you know, really stellar seasons. Uh, Speaking as someone who he beat in the playoffs multiple times, but eventually defenses catch on. And, you know, once you, once you do it, the tape is out there. They just got to go find it. And so I I think that something similar might be happening and defenses, you know, that was however many years ago that was, I mean, now running quarterbacks are even more common. You can't use it as a crutch long term and I think that's kind of what Lamar tends to do
0: yeah um you know I this the Steelers are continuing as the only undefeated team uh they probably will be for a little bit um I'm glad they're not in the NFC uh I also I might you know the Perry I feel like last year and literally the last couple of years I think it was safe to say that the NFC like the, the AFC might have had like the best one or two teams, or, like, you know, had the Chiefs in there, the Patriots, obviously, like, some really top-caliber teams. But then there was a massive fall-off. I think this year, I I mean, I don't – there's not really NFC teams that jump out to me that I'm like, I feel really good about them. You know, there's not many teams this year that I feel that way. There's a lot of questions still, except for the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, Um, and and, and the beauty of the NFL is – is that any given Sunday, there's definitely people that can give the chiefs a run for their money under the right conditions. But I agree. There's no, you know, Patriots of old. There's no Ravens last year that seemed to be on a super high level. Um, You know, the Niners in the past kind of looked that way, but this year, I don't really see it. I think it's a lot more kind of chaotic.
0: Yeah. Which goes to 2020. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it fits fits with the year perfectly. Um, but there's there's a lot of good teams. I mean, like they're really when you look at it, like yes, the Jets are terrible. Um, the Giants are bad. the The Jaguars are bad. The Jets and the Washington NFC Football's, East, you know, and the Jaguars
1: are all really bad. Everyone else, yeah, is everyone is else kind of has some
0: games, yeah. yeah. And you know, and I, I don't. I, it's That feels a little weird. Like, I feel like normally there are clear, like, oh, these are like the bottom six. I can easily point these out. Like, they're all really terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, this year, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more parity, which is good for the league. Um, It makes games more entertaining because literally it has the any given Sunday, which I do believe, like, that's a thing. Granted, I wasn't saying that when it was the Chiefs and Jets last week. Um, well,
1: I mean, any given Sunday within reason, I think once the spread within, climbs to about 20 reason. points, that kind of yeah. goes out the window, but...
0: Yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 jump to the two other teams that kind of had some question marks coming into it. Um, Saints-Bears. Um, this, uh, this game is
1: my fucking favorite. This is my favorite just, game
0: of the whole week. You know, I... I, I don't know, like the Bears are the classic example of you have two quarterbacks, you have none. You know, mm-hmm. like they neither are but the, they're the, so the Bears are the office when like bad. Michael
1: and Jim were both the boss, you know? Like, yeah. like Mitchell Trubisky is day to day and Nick Foles is big picture and no one knows what's going on.
0: It's just another example of another bear you know, very good Bears defense being Wasted by ineffectiveness and inability to put an offense out in the field. And like, as obviously a division rival, I'm very happy to see that. Um, my favorite part was, was two- hearing
1: Troy Aikman just just roasting the bears. On, like yeah. every level of just these guys can't put anything together at all. And
0: like Matt <laughs> and it Nagy, was ruthless. Play with the cards, play with the cards you're dealt, man. You're supposed to be I mean, a couple of years ago, you were the talk of the league. He was the wizard. And, kid. I mean, yeah. like, I'm sorry, but he doesn't hold a candle to, like, Kyle Shanahan. And, like, I mean, like, Kyle Shanahan, look what he still does. Like, he still puts up points. Like, this year's different because they've had a lot of injuries, especially on defense. So they're giving up a lot more points. But he still puts up, like, they've been putting up good numbers. And he's doing it with, like, Garoppolo, who has been very fraudulent this year. And Nick fucking Mullins, dude.
1: Um, hey, hey, I will not have Nick Mullins' name dragged on this podcast for fear of karmic retribution oh, tomorrow.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Nick <laughs> he, Mullins is, is a awful. Hall of
0: Famer. But, like, just, you you have to adapt, and I feel like Matt Nagy just does not He's, like, so, just, like, why aren't they playing better? Like, my system's perfect if they could actually play better. It's like... You have to adapt your system to your quarterback. Yeah,
1: like Your quarterback is you not do. <laughs> an excellent passer of the football yeah. or just excellent you kind of go all around.
0: You can't go into Madden and up all their ratings to yeah, fit your up system. his stats like, and his awareness and his deep throw accuracy. Yeah, that's you, not how this works. like, I need him to be more mobile. Let me up his speed and acceleration and break sack. It's like, no, yeah. you can't do that. Like, and you, so you, you get what you get.
1: You have the Bears offense. Now, I was watching this kind of on the side of some other stuff. I didn't have the volume on. Can you explain to me the fumble at the end that the Bears had that was one thousand percent a fumble and got called forward progress? Did they say what was going on with that? It was um, their tight end. It was one of their tight end. It was uh it was Cole The Comet Comet, K- is that how you Cole pronounce Kmet? it? Yeah. Yeah. He just he just threw the ball into the ground and they decided, nah, forward progress.
0: Yeah, that, that so... That upset um, me
1: thoroughly. Let
0: me find it here.
1: Are you looking for the play?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to look up on their... on the Was it on their field goal? It was, like, right
1: at the end of the game. Was it, early? it was early in the game. It was at the end. It was, like, right before overtime. They fumbled, which, like, would have essentially cinched it.
0: I, I think that was, that was to, that was to uh, Montgomery. Was it really? So, oh yeah. Cause that's the only replay, replay I have in there based on looking on that drive, at least. Um, so yeah. So it looked like, yeah, he fumbled it. He was in the backfield. Um, and I think he was like trying to set up a screen or swinging it out to him. And I think they just deemed uh, that he didn't have full, he didn't complete the catch, the act of the catch, even though like, that's where it was. I think where like a football move was actually made and all uh-huh. that. Um, but I have to look back fully. I haven't seen the play in a while, obviously. But did, did you see um, the I'm breakdown? Pretty sure that's what happened.
1: Did you see the breakdown of the Javon Wims ordeal that took yes. place?
0: Uh because yes.
1: that was that was excellent.
0: Which, by the way, the NFL ruled that they are upholding his suspension. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. That, I mean, I, yeah. The I, guy,
1: I, the guy, like messed with him first, but jeez. He can't.
0: He can't come back from that. Like after that poor display. Like my favorite part is that he that... got his
1: mouth. He got his mouthpiece like grabbed, and then he decided, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the bench for eight or no for eleven minutes, and then I'm gonna come back out on the field the very next play, eleven minutes later, and pick a fight."
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, because I know they were talking about that it was possibly maybe in response to Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Uh, the defensive back for the the Saints who got punched um or i guess slapped or hit i don't know mm-hmm. um but i guess like he like when anthony miller he like tackled him and he like po- he was like no no, no, no. Also, at him so you like, didn't
1: see you didn't see the
0: breakdown cuz there was a
1: whole tour no, 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 I, I, that
0: was the breakdown yeah yeah no i okay. i saw that i'm just saying like on the on the broadcast like watching it they were trying to find out what happened they're like oh this kind of happened with it i know they were talking about that cuz wims kept saying he that garter johnson like spit on him or like spit at him uh-huh. and it's like first of all it's like i don't okay that, that's not like, probably true it's, it's football like but it also. he started a
1: fight because he was scared of covid
0: yeah it, like <laughs> hitting someone with their helmet on um that will always that will be I, an all-time what, dumb what does guy it happen?
1: to just yeah. like you you are wearing a piece of equipment that is specifically designed to cradle your head and make it so you don't get hurt when stuff collides yeah. with it. I'm gonna punch that.
0: Like it, it the doesn't fact make any that he like, first he like yeah ripped off the dude's like chain or whatever, and and he, then, like, his, kind of, he tried to look, rip off
1: like, his mouth guard and he didn't do it.
0: Oh, that's what grabbed? Okay, yeah. so he grabbed. Okay, yeah, because it he tried was like, revenge like, for him
1: grabbing his mouth guard.
0: Okay, and then he. Apparently that wasn't enough, so he like has a, he like gets in a weird stance, and then he like, it's kind of a hit, but it's more of like he's almost like um he like pushed like, his a, head open-palmed. It was like an open palm, yeah. like it was like how you hit a board a in karate. Stance. Yeah, like, yeah, oops, like he's like trying to like, push hit, your hand that. forward. Yeah, and he does that, and the dude. Carter Johnson just looks, he just, like, you. Even he even, like, looks to the side, like, towards the sidelines like, what the fuck? That like, was, that what?
1: was the best part. Like, he looks at him, looks to the sideline, looks back at him, and doesn't react at all.
0: Yeah, that really made Wims mad, because then all of a sudden he just starts trying to, like, hit him, he just keeps trying to shove his face, doing the same move, and shoving his face back, he's like, uh, uh, and then finally players came running in to break it up, and then, like, Wims, like, gets up out of the pile, and he starts clapping, and starts hyping himself up, like, he's some tough dude, it's like, Dude, that looks terrible for you. Like, mm-hmm. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and he, I, gets I don't know. To play
1: the suspended game, which, which is bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. I mean, Chicago going to Chicago, is... you know. Yeah,
0: I, I'm in, just in glad, the end, I, I
1: think the better team did win.
0: Got a win here.
1: Yeah. yeah, I do too.
0: I think so too. Um, that breeze looked good. I mean, a lot of it looked fine. You know the depth of target but you can see just the average itself is 6.8 um you know there's they were still without michael thomas hoping that he come you know there's speculation that he could come back this week um which we'll preview that's a game i want to highlight um you know alvin kamara is their engine you know and that's again not a secret he just gets things out of the backfield and that's it you know what
1: i hear teams with running backs that the entire offense flows through
0: Stupid. See, the thing Could is though, be illegal. Dalvin actually does it on the ground. That is true. They're and different. So it's like that's not like him just catching out swing passes or screens all the time. Like that was like the first. Like like we really didn't really we for some reason we haven't really involved in that much this year in the passing game. Um, but I don't know. Uh, so Allen Robinson's wanna... very good. That touchdown catch was incredible. So yeah,
1: that's obligatory. Sick. Feel bad for Allen Robinson.
0: Um, and one I just want to point out is the Seahawks. Uh, DK Metcalf's really good, guys. He's really good at football. He's fast, uh, and so is Russell Wilson. <laughs> he hit, he uh, has those strides. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and um, George Kittle or Greg Kittle are both put on IR. They'll be done for a little while, at least if great. they get surgery. They could be out for a while. Uh, Nick Mullins looked good coming in. You know, he does that. He's, like, good at, like, coming into the game and and performing well. Um, I'd say he's an
1: above-average backup quarterback.
0: Yeah, I think both of them. I think him and DJ Beathard are both, like, above-average backups. Nick Mullins played a lot. You know, when Garoppolo obviously tore his ACL a couple years ago. And Garoppolo's you know,
1: been very inconsistent this season as well.
0: Yeah, this year, the hangover is real for Garoppolo this year. Um you know he he still is it, it's hard to discount their the record and the points production with him on as their quarterback with him not being a quarterback but still I mean they've been just destroyed by injuries the Niners this year mm-hmm. um, tough break but Seattle rolls on um, after losing last week um, do you have another game otherwise we can go into perform or some segments now nah, let's do segments all right, uh, segment first performance of the week. Um, I'm going to keep mine short. I think it's pretty easy where I'm going to go with it. It is Mr. Dalvin Cook. Uh, I for one yeah. am shocked. Thirty he carries, sucks, 163 sir. yards, three touchdowns, two receptions, 63 yards, one touchdown. I mean, who is what this Dalvin
1: Cook? He sounds good at <laughs> football.
0: I I was you know I'm I'm in the camp of smart teams don't don't pay hey, their running backs, typically, but there are exceptions to the rule. McCaffrey's won, uh, and Dalvin's one, um, I think, and that this game was one of those that proved it. Um, then if the number's right, sure, go for it. Um, but, yeah, I'm very happy he's on my football team.
1: Yeah, I'm happy for you. Thanks. Uh, um, my performance uh, is, uh, Mr. Uh, Rick Mahomes, the second. Um, <laughs> He, I mean, and like, not, his, and name like not Rick. his name is Rick. And uh, so, Ricky, he was playing the Jets, but even still, I mean, 416 yards, five touchdowns, and th- there's a certain intangible quality to the performance where it's like, he wasn't even trying. Like, he no. wasn't even really taking it seriously. He was making weird, like, underhand passes and just. Just like schoolyard shit. I mean, this this was a good... One that like, Tanucci
0: would dream of doing. Mm-hmm.
1: This game could have been 70-9 to 9 if the Chiefs had wanted it to be. You know, like... It, yeah. If this were college, it would have been. If it, you know, if there was a sort of ranking system associated. He, he reminded everyone, you know, after having kind of a, a low-key down week last week, that he is still the top of the league in terms of quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, he is still the best player in the NFL. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go into the Nathan Peterman Award. Uh, my Nathan Pierman Award is, it goes to the Sunday Night Football crew for keeping the Cowboys-Eagles game in primetime and making us all watch that. Mm. Um, so, so, so the team the that Cowboys, they're
1: hurting is, is Sunday night? Is, uh, is well, it's...
0: No, th- that that's who it's... Because the, the Nathan Peterman they hurt their who's own hurt team. hurt by it? who's hurt by it is us. Like they're in, they're hurting us because like, that's the only option we yeah. have to watch, this
1: game,
0: which I think should be the best game of the week. Um, I think it's just, it should be, um, that's how I feel. But I, I don't know how that wasn't flexed. Uh, I mean, this was borderline unwatchable. Like these teams are so bad. And I, the Cowboys, I've, I know I've said this so many times, um, without Dak Prescott, their average or their average pass yard yards per pass play with Dak was 7.7 yards, which was tied for third in the NFL. Without Dak, it's 3.4, which is dead last. Another one: the Cowboys scored more in Dak Prescott's last fourth quarter, which is the Browns' one, uh, 24 points, than they have in three full games without him, 22. It's it's ridiculous how terrible this it become. I mean Yeah this is terrible. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> they're gonna be like five a five win team is gonna win the division.
1: They're it's they're a- very, very bad. And I I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of in fuck it mode. I wanna see who gets to host a playoff game, what kind of dumpster fire that is. But it it's not fun to watch.
0: No. It's really not. It's really not. It's sad. Carson Wentz, uh, what happened, dude? Uh it's crazy that he went from M V P caliber when he then he tore his ACL and then since then he's just been I mean last year I think he had a good year, considering how much of a patchwork that whole team was, but he looks so bad. He makes just boneheaded plays. He's like he's like plays like Ryan Fitzpatrick without the magic. Like it's mm-hmm. it's bad. He it's, tries to do much. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. It's quite bad. There's not. There's not really any other way to describe it.
0: No, no. It's really the NFC East.
1: It's bad. It's like keeping it with the NFC East, uh, by Nathan Peterman, <sighs> D. Jones.
0: He's so. Mm-hmm.
1: He's so bad at not turning the ball over, for for lack of a better. Nice. I don't know. Like, he got two two interceptions this season and he's at nine already. He's got a bunch of fumbles. I I don't I I want to I want to support him, but I I, just I don't can't. think he's
0: to throw the ball away. Maybe that's
1: I, it. Maybe someone needs to go and tell him like, "Hey, you're allowed to do this."
0: You can throw it away. You just make sure you're outside of the tackle box and it gets past the line of scrimmage. But yeah, you can throw it away. <laughs> yeah, he just that that throw he did th- me complete to Golden Tate. Like that was a gorgeous throw, better catch. But like, still, well, yeah, he's, like, he's a dude. high
1: ceiling, low floor kind of quarterback. Because every once in a while, yeah, he'll do something
0: awesome. Like that. Then he then he immediately the next play he fucked it up by not leading. He like under threw or threw it behind Dion Lewis, you know, allowing
1: you know, you, you Antoine who, Winfield uh, roll
0: the boats. Guyman go ghost to get yeah. there. Um,
1: you know who D Jones is? He's Brett Favre without the charisma. Oh boy, he he's yes, just, that's, he's just that's wild. <laughs>
0: he's the gunslinger without the gunslinger mentality he's the gunslinger
1: (laughs) but he forgot his holster in the saloon so he has to like try and go back and get it like you know he just doesn't really work
0: he's got one of those like toy guns that just make like the popping sound yeah he's got a gun that just has the the bugs
1: bunny flag says bang on it like
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh d jones
1: yeah, so he's um, uh, right. uh, honorable up. mention to uh, Cam for just coughing the ball up at the end there when his team could have won or tied or something. I don't even remember what he was doing, but
0: yikes. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That's – yeah, they at the very least could have gone to tie chance to win. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go stock up. Um, I'm going to go with Adam Gase's 10-year chances with the Jets um, because the owner after last week came out, uh, owner Woody Johnson – Great name, um, perfect for the Jets ownership. Um, came out and gave a vote of confidence in him. Uh, they saying for a rebuild, he's he's the guy for the job. Uh, I don't know if their owner watches football. I don't. Or he is can't. Like, aware?
1: He can't. Watch is it is
0: like a North Korea thing going on there, where like they're like fed misinformation and they're like be like, oh yeah, we. We, we went to the Olympics and won all the medals. We, we won all
1: the medals. Like, I, I, I played 18 holes of golf and I shot an 18 and I don't poop. Like, I don't. Like, I think that might I, be it. I
0: I just. It might also be like I, I a weekend at
1: Bernie's it. with whoever the Jets owner
0: is, where it's just Adam Ginks. I mean, Woody Johnson, like that can't be his real name. No. His name is literally like. It sounds like a pup. Like hard dick. His name is literally hard dick. I, oh, my God. <laughs> like I don't. I don't wow. Know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, just I, I don't know. If you're a Jets fan, like I, I officially, I don't know. You know, uh, I don't know if you giving me this there? power, but like you can go. Like it's <laughs> yeah. y- you're, you're you are dismissed. Class is over. You can go have fun with a different team that isn't
0: that. It's bad.
1: It's real bad. bad. Um, my stock up is the dolphins. Ooh. So, the dolphins had a game and mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like I feel like the dolphins don't get enough credit in general. I mean, they beat the Rams 20-17. Yes, Tua did not have a phenomenal day, you know, in terms of production. He didn't completely fall apart though either, like he could have at the very beginning. The Dolphins so they're 4 and 3 right now. And they've beaten the Rams and the Niners by multiple scores. They lost the Seahawks by one score, the Bills by three points, and the Patriots at the start of the season when they were, you know, a better football team than they're playing as right now. So I don't know. The Dolphins, I kind of like them. I think their defense is really good. I think Mm -hmm. their offense is all right. And I just feel like we need to be nice to the Dolphins a little bit more.
0: Brian Flores just owns Sean McVeigh, I guess, because mm-hmm. that was a Super Bowl matchup with because Brian, mm-hmm. Brian Flores was obviously used yeah. the defensive coordinator at the time. I mean, just bodied Sean McVeigh in the Super Bowl.
1: Oh yeah, no Sean McVeigh It's it's not a good it's not a good feeling.
0: That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I mean, like to be fair, they put up a lot of yards, and a lot of it's just I mean, turnovers was obviously the key of that game, but yeah, which is usually key in most games. But also, you know,
1: I just feel like the Dol- people. A lot of people don't take the Dolphins super seriously, and they should. Yeah, they're a football team. Yeah,
0: I think so too. Yeah. Um All right, stock down. Um, my stock down originally was related to it, but I'm going to change mine. It was originally the 49ers and Rams playoff hopes. I'm going to change it to uh, because I saw today um, Max Kellerman. Um, you know who that is? He like does first take with yeah. Stephen A. He does. He's a big boxing guy. Hmm. Um, you know, I normally like him because he comes out with he's very statistical <laughs> minded, very analytical minded, and that, and that like he has a lot of facts. Where Stephen A's usually opinionated, fiery takes. So it was a good combo. But now Stephen he's a like, level headed, nice young yeah. man. He's entertaining, but like it's just crazy amount. Um, and he said, quoted, he was very crit- critical or he criticized uh, Tom Brady he's been doing it for years, like much, very kind of like, much like you, but like he has actually like a huge platform. So it's like vocal hey, about it. Hey,
1: but. hey, don't platform shame.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, but he said, I think if you put a guy like Nick Foles on this Bucks team, I think they're probably around six and two. And um, I ask, do you watch, do you watch football? Let's just use here's, here's a snapshot of the season's, Poles is completing 64.8% of his passes for 1,400 yards, 8 touchdowns, 7 interceptions for an 80.2 quarterback rating. Um, Tom Brady, 66.2% completion, so pretty similar. Not too far, only 2% or like 1.5 percentage points. Uh, but he's thrown for 2,189 yards, 20 touchdowns, 4 picks for 103 quarterback rating. Like, I, I know it's just a headline and he's trying to get like I'm doing it. I'm I'm talking about it. But like, say, dude, you're, you're come into on. It. But like, he's just trying because he he did say earlier this year that he's like, oh, I was wrong after when they the I think when they might have been after the Bucks beat the Packers where he was like talking about that or might have been one of the the last week where Tom actually had like a huge game um, went to like five touchdowns where he was like oh, I might have been wrong a little early on it. But like, dude, just. I know you want to die on this hill, so then you one day you will be right, which I that's why I kind of say with you, but like, I mean, come on, you're not like wrong. One day. day, one of these that's days. Like, my, cousin, my cousin Abe saying, "Touchdown right here, touchdown right here!" Like
1: one time. No, okay, but it it's times. different. That's like you called me out for the Tales never fails this weekend. That's different because it's a 50-50 chance. It's not a one percent chance. I have to say it a hundred times. Also, it's just, it's a scientific fact that Tails never fails, but I I don't know. I mean, I find it hard to to dig on somebody too much who's, you know, making a career out of saying Tom Brady's washed because he's washed, but I mean, there, there there may be some holes in that logic. Still, we're, we're looking into it. I have top men looking, looking into it.
0: All right. Nice. Um, All
1: right. My stock down. down is the Tennessee Titans, who Ooh. lost big time to the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I guess it was 31-20 at the end, but they did not look good. It was 17-7 to 7 for much of the game, and I don't know. I don't really know what to think. I think the Bengals are in you know, a similar boat to my own team, or the Titans are in a similar boat to my own team probably, where... The defense has trouble. The difference being that they, you know, were seeking out talent in the trade deadline, but it's what it is. Um, but the Titans, I, I don't know how to feel about the Titans. They're five and two, but yeah. like you know, you beat the Broncos by two points, the Jags by three points, the Titans by one point. So those first th- or the Vikings by one point. You those first mm-hmm. three weeks, that's six points, three wins then you lose yeah. the Steelers by three who are a really good team and then you lose to the Bengals by eleven it just i I can't find a pattern with them so stock's going down a little bit
0: yeah it's a little hard um you know i I do think this is it. I think we're gonna see when this season's over I do think they're gonna be winning um their division um I think they're the best team in their division the most complete team in their division but i I, I think that we're gonna look back and be like yeah this is one of those you know, I think they're still going to win, you know, ten, eleven games. But I, uh, I don't know. It's a it was a weird one. Um, Joe Burrow is is good, and Zach Taylor, like, you know, no one really knows, like, no one really knows who he is. But like, I think like it's a good, it's a good system to have. A lot of promise on this Bengals team. A lot of good talent. Um, he he seems this, like
1: he's doing no. a pretty decent job. I mean, their record's not great. Yeah. They still need to fill in a lot of holes and kind of that roster in general, but yeah, they're definitely better than they were. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just nice to see, like, I don't know, players like, I because I, I, you know, we you and I were both fond of Joe Burrow. We were high on him coming into the league, and it's nice to see, like, a first overall pick, or especially, like, a, you know, like, just pan out and, like, actually show, like, he's looked really good. So is Justin Herbert. I mean, they, they've looked, yeah. both of them have looked the part, and so, like, that's nice for, for organizations that you know, obviously the Chargers had Philip Rivers for so long, um, but the Bengals, they really haven't had, like, any. Dalton was their starter for many years, got to the playoffs, got bounced from the playoffs immediately, but, like, you know, he was fine. Joe Burrow looks like he could actually be really good. Oh, so Joe, that's, Joe that's Burrow looks like he would be
1: really good. So does Herbert. You know, Tua had a, had a decent outing. To He's too early to tell, but yeah. he didn't completely fall apart. You know, Jordan Love is a future yeah. Hall of Famer. So, like, that
0: whole class... Oh yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. That's wait. What was that last part? I don't. I, you kind of glossed I, over that. Really I, I don't. I don't
1: even. I, I blacked out for a second. But the point is, has he that, even dressed for a game yet? I don't think he has. Uh, no, I think he's stuck behind the boilinator. <laughs>
0: nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> ideal. It's fine. Your first over. Your first round pick. Just it's not even a backup.
1: We're all fine. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. <laughs> he holds a clipboard like a, a... motherfucker.
0: Yeah, let's go into our week nine uh, a preview. Um, obviously, we have the Packers at the Niners. It's supposed to be tomorrow. If you're listening to this, time this day it comes out today. Um, I'm confused
1: why they get... haven't moved this. Because yeah, so I don't think it's moving it AJ Dillon has COVID, and it was announced like on Monday. And then yeah. Jamal Williams was like close contact because he was the other running back. Um, and so he's out with COVID. They shut down the Niners practice facility today because someone got COVID. So it's yeah. hitting both teams like yeah. at least a little bit. Aaron Jones is still questionable right now. So we're looking at Dexter Williams off the practice squad and Tyler Irvin is running backs. And, I, like why not just push it? You've done that with other games this season. I don't know, like what's why, different they, about like, this there's one? There's no double
0: header on Monday this no. week. Like why can't they just make a double header on Monday? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what should be done. The, and the, I'm the, very the confused. Monday night game is Patriots at Jets, and yeah. no one wants to tune to that one. No, exactly.
1: Like, so you'd be doing yourself a favor. I mean, I don't know if this is like a ton better, but it's not worse than that.
0: Yeah, and, or um, have a second Fox one at three o'clock. I mean, can you only have the one? Yeah, it's, this is already gonna be. This is already a fox it just crew. It seems like a
1: no-brainer like, that they would move it, and I, yeah. I don't really understand why they're not. Um, but especially because you know, give the Niners a couple more days to like game plan around having everyone on their team hurt. Like,
0: actually have a practice. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, um, it's it's bananas. The, so we'll
1: see what happens.
0: Yeah, the line right now, Green Bay's at six, over under is forty nine and a half. I it's hard to tell because like what who's gonna be on the field? Like I don't okay. I mean <laughs> I, I mean you betting, think about it this way if I was betting I would stay so far away from this line. Yeah. It, I just there's too much unknown. Again, like, I'm like I don't I, I'm, know.
1: I'm cautiously optimistic that, you know, the defense can stop the Niners like fifth string guy and Casey, baby. And their second tight end and their second or third wide receiver, I guess third. Their third, backup
0: quarterback.
1: And backup quarterback. Their defense is missing a couple key guys. And like, I mean, if yeah. we can't win this one, then I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like, I think we, guys, we don't, if we don't I'll win this say, one, we just, just forfeit
0: the rest of the games. If you, you guys lose to them, the 49ers, with what their current personnel is, I'm just gonna go and say you guys are just cursed, and you're gonna always lose the 49ers. That's, that's like also do It's part like of it. it's like me. It's like it's like the Vikings was against the Seahawks. Like, we can never mm-hmm. beat them, but it, we always play them. We always find out like, oh, we got the Seahawks in Seattle this week. Great, oh, that's a loss. Yep, um, big old L. And so I know you have your fair share with with, with Seattle, but like, well, we you know, sometimes beat it's them, like the though. Niners. Yeah, yeah, but it is the Packers going to California. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, so um,
1: I, I don't, no one knows what's going to happen there.
0: No. Uh, next one, division matchup uh, for the Vikings. Number two, or number three, uh, second division team. We haven't played the Lions or Bears yet. We'll play the Lions this week. They're coming to U.S. Bank. That is so no weird. line right now. The Packers a little
1: weird. Twice, and you haven't played either of the other division teams even once. I know. But whatever. I know. It's, uh, we're gonna,
0: in this in this stretch here, we're going to play the both Lions and Bears, but, oh, did you hear the news um, about this game? No, yeah. No Matthew Stafford. Yep. Um
1: he got the Coco.
0: He got so it's against a backup, so that means we're definitely gonna lose because for some reason we can't beat backup quarterbacks. Uh that's great. Um no, but for serious like for Well, I mean they're reasons, missing like,
1: Stafford, they're missing Kenny Galladay course. now too. He went out with injury last yeah. week. I a mean
0: of, a lot of injuries on their line, on their on is, their team. This is a winnable um, game. This should What's be a the win. line. Yeah, it should be a. There is no line right now, according to uh, ESPN. I don't know. Probably because of Stafford. Because yeah, they're way that just happened today, so they're probably resetting everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so no line. I imagine we're at home. I would think maybe like a six-point favorite. Um, that sounds about right, given the circumstances. Maybe five and a half. Um. So yeah, going be a good what, Delvin feel, day. Feel fine. Should be. Should be. Keyword. Yeah. Um, the next one I want to highlight is Seahawks Bills. Uh, I, I I think both of these teams. Well, it depends on what Seahawks defense. Really, what team? What Bills team comes to play? Yeah, if it's the one the that we saw at the beginning of the week, beginning of the year. I mean, this is a great defense to get your offense right, like to get cooking again. It really is. Like. Well, and they're going to have to if they Seahawks, want to keep up. Yeah, because the Bills defense has been very lackluster this year, so they need. To score points in this game because you know Russell's gonna you know go down the field and put up points. Yeah, it's, um, it's
1: gonna be interesting. You know what, what's the over under? It's in Buffalo.
0: To... Oh, the line is Seattle's a away favorite three points. Mm. Over under is fifty five. Um, so pretty high. Pretty uh, high. Over under. I, like I think the yeah. highest we've seen this year is like fifty eight and a half. Maybe I think was the highest I think we've seen this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, mean, I think that's right. Uh, but. But, yeah, Uh, so I
0: think that's a fair over-under. Can can we spare a thought? We're going
1: through next week's games. um, How cool Steelers-Cowboys would have been?
0: Oh, yeah, that would have been sweet. That would have been excellent. There are a lot of games that the Cowboys have on their schedule that would be really good. (laughs) I just watch them try to put up so many points. Um, Oh, my gosh, I need to tell you that line in a second. Um, Actually, I'll just say it now. That line is Steelers are our way favorite by 14. And the over-unders, the over unders only 42. <laughs> um, so, Steelers so that. that. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this could be bad. And it's going to be a new quarterback. Danucci's already not getting the start. It's either going to be
1: uh, the new- uh,
0: Cooper Rush or um, another guy they brought, the elevator brought in. I... I don't know. Either way, not, not good. Um, Sven Denucci. His brother. <laughs> yeah. From Russia. Um.
1: um <laughs> it's just Ben Denucci with a mustache.
0: be like Sergei Denucci. Sven is like Well,
1: it rhymes with Ben. Steve. That's the point.
0: Oh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You just picked the wrong country.
1: Ken, what about Ken Denucci? He's just like a handsome Ben Denucci. <laughs> sure. And he has no genitals.
0: Uh, uh, last game I wanted to point was Saints Bucks. Uh, Saints at Bucks. Uh this, uh, this is huge for the division. I mean, they're both the Saints are five and two, Bucks are six and two. Um, seems the Bucks still need to have their bye, but huge for the Tampa division.
1: Is, Good old fashioned yeah. old quarterback game.
0: Nice Sunday night game. Yeah, probably unless they play in the playoffs, the last time we'll see. Uh, one of one of the few times, I guess maybe if they both come back next year, I'm optimist. I don't know how I feel about Drew Brees coming back next year. Tom, I think definitely will. Um, but Brees Brady line is Tampa's favorite home favorite uh, by five over under fifty one and a half. Um, yeah, the Saints defense is questionable. Bucks defense not very much. It's all gonna. Re- I think if Michael Thomas plays, this game has a chance to be really, really, really good um we'll see i don't know
1: <laughs> i think uh, uh godwin is also a plan
0: yeah think I, oh, and is yeah. ab allowed to play yeah, AB, AB is able to play yep okay he's able to play it's it, it's gonna be his first game so his snap count's gonna be up in the air arian said it could be five snaps could be 10 snaps could be Thirty snaps, you know, it, it's definitely not going to be like the full, obviously, but like it's just going to depend on how much he picks it up in practice this week and conditioning and all that kind of stuff. It makes sense.
1: How many snaps uh, is Antonio Brown going to get? One, two, two, three. No, 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 no. Let me finish.
0: In your four, like in your. <laughs> in your uh, oh, my recap. Day. Yeah, and the recap that was good with Dalvin. Um, I cried writing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah that's kind of I mean there's some interesting games like Dolphins Cardinals we'll see I don't know um, Jags Texans no, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know the rest of them kind of meddling middling games Ravens, Ravens at Chargers could the, be interesting. the Scrap Bowl yeah the Bears at Titans could be interesting too kind of some questionable question marks on each team mm-hmm. um, both teams trying to bounce back I think it's
1: uh, um, yeah, trying well, kind of towards I have. the return of CMC this week for the Panthers, which they will definitely need against the Chiefs. Yes.
0: So yeah,
1: interesting stuff. Yeah,
0: it'd be interesting to see how Kenny or how Teddy can keep try to keep up with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I oh, don't boy. think he can. Oh. Boy. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's go and do our two-minute drill. I have four questions.
1: righty, then, I have three, so you can start.
0: Okie doke. Is the timer ready? And go. How concerned are you with Packers players getting COVID slash the number of injuries? Um, one to four
1: ten. out of ten. I mean, everyone has COVID in the Midwest right now, so I felt like it was only a matter of time.
0: Okay.
1: Um, will the Vikings make a playoff push?
0: I think our schedule lines up to do so. Um, the next five games are all very winnable games, so it just start gotta start with one. Um, you know, if we can get into December when we roll into Tampa uh, seven and five, then absolutely, um, it's just got to fight back to five hundred. Then anything can happen. Hmm. Um, should the Giants stick with D. Jones or draft a quarterback next draft?
1: Uh, I should draft somebody. Mm,
0: I, want, I want
1: D Jones to, to stop playing football and to fight crime with Jameis Winston as like a buddy cop thing. So, <laughs> okay. um, is Tua good?
0: Too early to tell. He showed flashes against a good defense and a very good, uh, defensive front. Um, but I think. Will, time will tell? Uh, I think this week going to be a good indicator because the Cardinals' defense—you can co- you can put up some points against them, I think—or at least move the ball a little bit. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the biggest frauds in the NFL right now?
1: Oh dear, let me let me consult the chart. So biggest frauds in the NFL right now. Um. Are we considering the Bears to be a top-tier team still?
0: Five a, and 3 in the Bears are,
1: The Bears are wholeheartedly fraudulent. Um, it's not even close. Okay. Um, will tomorrow's game get rescheduled?
0: Seeing as it hasn't happened yet, I'm going to say no. I would think uh, we would have found f- out by now. What fuck is going on? But, yeah, you're right. Um, all right, my last one. Who's the friskiest team in the NFL right now?
1: Oh, here we go. All right, let me think here.
0: Yeah. Bring out the other good F, the good F. The
1: good F and the bad F. Uh, I'm going to say the friskiest team in the NFL is, like, the whole season or just this week?
0: Well, I, this the, uh, leading up to this season. The whole up to season, this point, Chargers. Ooh, wow! Chargers at, at two and five.
1: They are frisky. Look at look at their games. All right, mm-hmm. they they lose by one
0: point. To they the they do have a minus six. They have a, only a minus six differential. Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm.
1: only have let's see one game this season that's a one that's a more than a one score game. Three points, three Ow. points, five points, seven points, three points, ten points, and then one point. They are frisky as fuck. They play the competition. And time, All right? <laughs> Perfect. Like always. I would have also
0: accepted the the Dolphins or the Las Vegas Raiders. I, think I was that's thinking what I
1: Raiders. I was almost thinking Eagles a little bit. They took the way they took uh, the Ravens down to the wire. Yeah, you gotta be
0: frisky to live in how Philly. I feel About that, yeah. Be Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty so I guess. It's pretty fucking frisky, dude. That's that's, that's that's pretty. <laughs> um. All right. So that was our week eight recap uh, and our kind of our trade deadline talk, as well as the week nine preview. Um, next week, we are going to be talking about our kind of our mid season awards that we're going to give out, and I think we're, we're going to also update our playoff predictions we're going to look at that so we won't spend as much time on the games um but we're I, going to I, have more uh, dedicated i
1: i no longer think the cowboys will be in the super bowl so um put that one on the
0: record yeah 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 there'll be some amending going on to our to to do the uh record to the predictions here nfc um, championship yeah. game yeah <laughs> We won't. We won't necessarily go through the. We won't go through the playoffs like week by week in the playoffs. Just at least the teams that we think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll wait till the actual preview once it happens more. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna do next week. Because um, I don't. I don't really anticipate a whole lot crazy happening. But who knows? Now I've watch to be like the craziest week. Um, so. Like I said, this has been the week eight preview, or week eight recap, and the week nine preview of the Third and Forever Football podcast. I have been your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, final words. Hi, Paige.